all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities. Good morning. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is Wednesday, the 20th of November. This week has belonged to the telecom companies here in India. Yesterday, Reliance Geo Infocom announced it too would be hiking tariffs just a day after peers Bharti Airtel and Vodafone Idea said they would do so next month. Geo will take appropriate increases in tariffs in the next few weeks, according to the company, which said this in an exchange filing. It added that such increases in prices would be in a manner that does not adversely impact data consumption or growth in digital adoption. There was no further detail about the quantum of the hike. In the banking space, Yes Bank has informed the exchanges that the Reserve Bank of India found under-reporting of bad loans at the bank in the financial year 2018-19. The RBI assessed the level of gross NPAs at 11,159 crore rupees during the fiscal, which implied a divergence of 3,277 crore or 41% from what the bank actually reported. Meanwhile, it has come to light that Yes Bank's co-founder Rana Kapoor and promoter entities Yes Capital and Morgan Credits now own only 900 shares of the bank. On November 13th and 14th, Kapoor sold a little over 2 crore shares of Yes Bank, which amounts to a 0.8% stake. This was notified only yesterday. Depositors of the crisis-hit Punjab and Maharashtra Cooperative Bank can approach the Reserve Bank of India-appointed administrator for withdrawal of up to 1 lakh rupees in case of medical emergencies, the central bank said to the Bombay High Court yesterday. This was the RBI's response to petitions filed in the court against restrictions on withdrawals. The government has categorically stated that it does not intend to revise its fiscal deficit target of 3.3% of GDP for the current financial year, despite the slowdown in economic growth. The Minister of State for Finance, Anurag Thakur, said as much in a written reply to a question in the Rajya Sabha about whether the government would have to miss its target to counter the economic slowdown. In international news, the U.S. Senate unanimously passed a bill yesterday which is aimed at supporting protesters in Hong Kong and warning China against a violent suppression of the demonstrations, a challenge to Beijing as trade negotiations between the two countries continues. The Senate measure would require annual reviews of Hong Kong's special status under U.S. law to assess the extent to which China has chipped away at the city's autonomy. And speaking of the trade talks, the deal between the U.S. and China that fell apart six months ago is now being used as the benchmark to decide how much tariffs should be rolled back in the initial phase of a broader trade agreement, according to a Bloomberg report. The Chinese have demanded that all tariffs imposed after May be removed immediately and then tariffs imposed before that be lifted gradually. Oil dropped the most in seven weeks as American crude stockpiles are forecast to rise and US-China trade talks stall.
Futures fell 3.2% in New York, which is the biggest decline since September 30th. Last I checked, Brent crude was at $60.75 to a barrel. A Bloomberg survey suggested that U.S. oil inventories rose by 1.5 million barrels last week. That data is out later today. U.S. stocks ended mostly with cuts, but a rally in tech shares pushed the Nasdaq higher by over 0.2% to a record high. Asian equity benchmarks are all in the red at the start of trade today. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are muted at this point of time, and the SCX Nifty, along with Asia, is indicating a negative outlook. But in terms of results announced, Siemens was one of the last companies to report numbers. They reported their fourth quarter numbers. The results were below estimates. The revenues were aided by the gas and power, as well as smart infra segment. Mobility segment was weak. The PAT was boosted on account of higher other income, and margins were impacted due to higher raw material and project setup cost. In terms of stocks to watch, the biggest stock to watch today will be Reliance Industries. Geo has said that it will increase tariff in the next few weeks and the company also stated that TRAI is likely to initiate a consultation process for tariff revision. Expect the entire telecom sector to be active today. Credit Suisse expects annual cash flow of $1.5 billion from the price increase and they've raised the target price on Reliance to $1,400 from the earlier $1,210. Morgan Stanley says that the price hike by the three private players has the potential to significantly significantly elevate stress in the industry. Yes, Bank will be in focus. They've disclosed the NPL divergence identified by the RBI on the receipt of the risk assessment report for FY19. The divergence in gross NPA position is at 3200 crores and the divergence in provisioning is at close to 980 crores. The bank intends to convene a meeting of the board by the end of the month to finalize the bank's capital raise. Goldman Sachs says that the incremental uh, GNPA impact appears to be manageable as nearly half of the incremental GNPA is already part of the double B and below book. JP Morgan says they continue to see downside risk to the asset quality given the macro and Morgan Stanley expects slippages at Yes Bank to remain high. They maintain an underweight on the stock given the strong lack of strong visibility into quick turnaround in asset quality. Shri Cement has launched a QIP. It's at a 1% discount. Reliance Capital says that the shareholding in Reliance General Insurance has has been transferred to IDBI trustee services upon invocation of the pledge. Central Bank of India also reported divergence in provisioning to the tune of almost 788 crores and divergence in non gross non-performing assets at 2565 crores. IRCTC has signed a concession agreement with the Karnataka State Tourism Development and will take over operations, marketing and day-to-day maintenance of the Golden Chariot train. The September try data is out. Reliance has added in almost 6.9 million active users. Bharti Airtel has lost in 2.4 million users and Vodafone similarly has lost in 2.6 million users. In terms of bulk deal, uh, Lemon Tree it will be in focus. WF Asia fund has acquired 1.4 crore shares in the company and yesterday in the block deal, Carlyle sold in 3 crore shares in SBI Life Insurance. In terms of brokerages, SBI Cap has upgraded Dr. Reddy's to a buy with a target price of 3200 and Credit Suisse believes that Sun Pharma will be in focus as Taro's buyback is a penultimate step into taking it private which will be positive for the stock but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade 
Thanks, Arshan. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but clearly there's lots to talk about over the course of the day. So do log on to the website BloombergQueen.com and watch all the live programming on the various social media platforms. Thanks so much for listening. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy. 